You are listening to Read Around the Rosé, the podcast full of prose. We are just two friends who love... <laughs> <laughs> what do we love, Megan? <laughs> we love murder mysteries and dystopian novels while drinking wine, because that's what we do. This is the book club podcast that you never knew you wanted. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. <laughs> but can I be Nicole today? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're a struggle bus today. We totally almost forgot what we do. Well, I knew what we did, but I didn't remember. Do I talk about the wine first or the murder first? <laughs> oh, man, I've never fucked that up before. That's okay. Ooh, that's funny. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's been a rough morning. We got this. Oh, man. Okay. Well, today we are bringing to you... You, you, season two <laughs> from Netflix. We were we're going to compare it to our, the Hidden Bodies. Yes, book that we read. So much to compare. Yes, um, but before we get into that, I'm going to tell you what we're drinking. Heck yeah! Today we are drinking a 2019 Sauvignon Blanc called Outer Sounds from Mar. I'm probably going to fuck this up. Mar Marlboro. <laughs> You did great. There's no way to know you got this. New Zealand. It's a pretty bottle. Oh, a stretch of water known as the Outer Sound leads from the sea-drowned valleys of Mar- Marlborough. I had I said it just fine out in the kitchen. Yeah, but that was also like a classic <laughs> when you were practicing. Sea-drowned valleys of Marlborough. Mar- M. Just say M. Into the mystical wine country of New Zealand, invigorated by the treasured earth, this crisp Sauvignon Blanc delivers tropical notes of guava, gooseberry, and passion fruit. It's 12.6. Nice. That's why my car is going to have another sleepover here tonight. It's kind of low comparative to some things, but you know, that's probably a good thing for us right now. Yeah. And we clean. And drink. It does taste very floral. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was rough. That was a rough beginning. That was. We got it. We got it, though. We got there. Now we're ready. Okay, so you want to start? Yeah, okay. So um, just kind of like the last format where we talked about um, you and the first season of you and Netflix, we don't really have a big format for this. It's more or less just like talking about the book from the beginning, not the book, the series from the beginning to the end and just kind of what we saw that was similar and different. Yeah. Just to catch up any listeners that did not Mm -hmm. listen to the first you, but you should go back and do that because it was a great book and a great first season one. Yes. But anyways, my first big note was no Amy, three question marks. Yeah, that was a big one. Like. In the book, his whole reason for going to L.A. was to search and track down Amy, who yeah. stole from him, who he thought he was in love with and had, like, met his match or whatever. Yeah, and it kind of opened up with, like, in the book, um, then them taking, like, a weekend together. Mm-hmm. They seemed perfect for each other. Yep. I was heartbroken when she screwed him over. Mm-hmm. But then, no Amy. So that was a really interesting take. Yeah, so in the show... Um, his reason for fleeing to L.A. was to get away from Candace. Which was a surprise, 
Because in the book, she's dead. Yeah. Well, we can only presume, but... And we knew that Candace was going to come back because that's how they ended season one. Yeah, we just didn't know she was going to be like, I want to get you. Exactly. You're going to get yours now. Mm-hmm. So that was right away a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I did appreciate the way they tied it in later, but for all senses and purposes, I was really confused why no Amy was at the beginning of the show. Yeah, that was confusing. Um, another difference, the store was not called the pantry. It was called a Navran. Yeah. Nirvana backwards, like huge eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> it was also, um, now that we're speaking about the store, it was interesting the way we met Love and Forty, uh-huh. that they work at the store. Yes. Like in the book, they were kind of separate entities mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, our parents own it. I do the music playlist, but in the show it was, they're in the grind. That was cool. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, because there was it was just too different from the book. It was very different. No, I agree. At I, first, I wasn't with it, but as it went on. Yeah, as it went on, yeah. you know, I felt, well, I, don't, I can't change it. Like, it's, it is what it is. But yeah. I was so irritated throughout watching these entire series because it was so different from the book. Yeah, it's kind of, it was, um, you know how it always pops up in every episode based on the book and bodies. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it's really not. You just have the same characters. It's a different storyline. Yeah, and, like, the way that Joe meets Love in the book was, like, at the, at the bar when he gave her his water. Yeah. And that was just, like, a brief interaction. And then the second time was when he was looking for Amy. He thought he would be at that audition. Mm-hmm. Or he thought she would be at the audition. And he ran into love again. And it was, like, just from there, it was an instant, like, oh, they're together now. Yeah, it was more wishy-washy in the, the show. Yeah. And the other big difference is we're talking about Love and Forty. In the book, they were, like, super tight. Yeah, And the they family were. was super close-knit. Yeah, they were like, they couldn't go anywhere without the whole family being there. Yeah, like, they obviously mm-hmm. had their issues, but they were, it was like, they were super close family, and Love was always looking out for 40, and there was a little bit of that in the show. More towards the end. Towards the end. Yeah, not in the beginning, because at the beginning, we didn't mm-hmm. even know they were twins. And you know, in the book, um, 40 was a hot mess. Yes. He was always drunk or on drugs or just disappearing where the parents and everyone couldn't find them, find mm-hmm. him. And his parents, like, idolized love pretty much because she was the quote-unquote perfect child. Yep. And Forty was the fuck-up. Well, in the show, they doted on Forty. They did. And her mother, their mother was abusive to love. Like, very mentally abusive. And physically, she slapped her. Oh, she did slap her, yep. <laughs> How could I forget? Yeah, like, it was just so... And their dad was, like, cheating on their mother. Yeah, and they were they were super in love. They were, like, junior high sweethearts and... Crazy yeah. dynamic. It, it was... I just couldn't understand why they changed that family dynamic so much from the book. It was a good dynamic. But I'm, I don't... I don't know. I can't even... It was just so different. It was. Like, in the book, Don't Fuck Delilah was a super slut. Mm-hmm. But the first impression I got, got off Delilah in the series was, 
she's kind of like a badass bitch mm-hmm. who's taking care of her sister and she's the manager of an entire apartment complex. Yep. I didn't really see that. And an factor. investigative journalist. Yeah. She was more about her career than anything else. Mm-hmm. She did show up at some of the parties, like Hendy's party. Right. And just those different events. But it, the character was completely different mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah. But I actually, I liked the series version of Delilah, Delilah better. No, than I absolutely did too. I liked it. She was a lot more put together. She was, seemed smarter. She wasn't as clingy. Like if you remember in the book, they had sex one time. And you want to meet my mom? <laughs> yeah. My mom's coming in town and she really wants to meet you. Like. And then she was all upset that when he didn't, and it was just a, so super clingy and yeah. fast. But I I liked the more um, independent, strong yeah, woman that she was. I liked the add-in of her sister, Ellie. I did, too. I and liked that, that character a lot. It kind of reminded me, because, you know, in the first one, there yes. was no book. There uh-huh. was no kid. Yes. But they, what was it? Was his name Paco? Paco. Yeah. So in the first series, they had a kid that was, like, a huge part of the show. Paco. Yes. And so this one, like, Ellie filled that role, and I really liked her. I did, too. She was really sassy. Mm-hmm. She was a tech guru at that, too. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting, especially to see um, Joe, I mean, <clears throat> Will. Oh, yeah. And we'll we'll get back to that, because <laughs> yeah. I have words. But it was really interesting to take on him to take on that kind of, like, fatherly, older brother role with her, mm-hmm. because he really, she is 15. Yep. She does stupid shit. Um, her sister does watch her, but not all the time, mm-hmm. necessarily. So I kind of really appreciated watching him take care of her and the things that he would go to to do that. Yeah. That was a really um, another great just, like, side of Joe mm-hmm. or Will. Yeah. So let's get into that. Will? <sighs> Change his name? <sighs> he kidnapped a person. He brought the cage with, with him. him. <laughs> the fuck? Were you as shocked as I was when he opened put... up the storage door and it was the cage was in there? I said, oh, Joe back at it again. Can he never let anything happen organically? Who was Will? Why does he have him locked in a cage? How did he get the cage to L.A.? <laughs> I just have Joe keeping the real Will in a cage, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That like, was creepy. There was no, the cage didn't exist in the second book. No, not at all. Like, his <laughs> entire New York life was left in New York, except for the few uh-huh. times that, like, he visited. He visited, but that's different. Right. We didn't even hear anything that happened with, um. The hell was that? Boys. <sighs> I lost exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. But, anyways, he's just uh, uh, taking on this identity. Of Will. Will's yeah. in the cage. Will has, real real Will, mm-hmm. has a lot of mental, um, I think he, they describe he's it as. extreme he's a, bipolar. Yes. And the the guy that came in and was trying to get all that money from the real Will, and then Joe had to deal with it all. And then, did you kind of laugh a little bit when I laughed when Joe got his finger cut off? Because it was so smooth. The guy was just like, oh, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> No, Cut his finger off. I didn't laugh, but it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what are you getting yourself into again? <laughs> but it was uh, creative how he did steal his new identity. Like, that was that was interesting. Yeah. 
I mean, it was fine, but again, it was so far away from a book. No, it absolutely was. Um, I was like, why did he have to change his name in the book? He didn't change his name at all. It just added like a complication. There's also like characters that he didn't kill mm-hmm. in the the show versus the book. He killed characters. Yeah. So I mean, he was just completely different. Still, still loved it. I did. Very I entertaining. Just, I was just real annoyed with how different it was from the book. But when I separate, when I try to separate the two, like in and of itself, it's a it was a great show. But I was just really annoyed with how different it was. And then it was also really interesting at the very beginning. Um, we got to see like Beck as his voice of reason. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was another great aspect. Like you got to keep that Beck character because I'm sure yeah. in the book that was going on like in between the lines. Right. But you got to see him kind of like losing it a little bit. It's kind of like in the first series when they would show him like hallucinating about Candace. Yes. But now it was with This time Beck. it was Beck. And, and his mom. I was oh, re- yeah, she had had flashbacks of him. Yeah, mom. I liked that. I really liked knowing the background story because you didn't get that in the book. Right, yeah, you got to learn a little bit more where he came from, how he became to be who he is. His, I mean, as we know, towards the end, his first kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and how extremely abused he was. Was that his dad or stepdad? I'm not quite sure. There were so many different guys in and out of the mom's life. I was having a hard time keeping up with what was happening because at one point she told him back a bag joey for mm-hmm. leaving and then she was in a car with another guy and she forced him to get in and then another scene he's like shooting someone because the mom like had a gun hidden and she showed him so i was a little confused about what guy it was mm-hmm. was it his dad was it the new boyfriend she ran around with i, I don't know yeah i don't think we really get that information all right so i do want to get into um some pretty deep. You ready? Okay. The meat grinder. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that deep enough for you? Yes. Okay. Remind me who that was. That was the guy that cut off um, Joe's finger. Oh, it was the what? whoever he was. Yeah, he was trying to get his 50 grand back. Yeah. And then, well, the knife incident and then the meat grinder. Uh, How did you was- feel about that? That was so disgusting. That was. I got was a, I got so a little grossed disgusting. out for sure. Yeah, I was like, oh god, <laughs> it was so graphic, and you know it's not real, but just. <laughs> and then in my head, I'm just like the amount of cleaning he has to do oh. up after himself because like the DNA they yeah. like, could be left anywhere, mm-hmm. and at it's that, all up in that meat grinder. But it's... then they use the meat grinder to crying meat right mm-hmm. for the grocery store mm-hmm. so how much meat after that got packaged with human dna gross to think about yeah that's so gross but it was really it was kind of it was a good scene. it was genius but so disgusting yes <laughs> i just had to go ahead and get that out there because i know we were both thinking it yeah just when was the right time to discuss it yeah oh the meat grinder what do you got next? I mean, Let I can keep going. See. Um, ooh, here's the thing about okay. love and Joe. Yeah. So you remember in the book how anti-blowjob she was? Oh, yes. So, that was like a huge deal. And he kept going in his head, blowjob, blowjob, that's all I want. 
And she wouldn't even let him, like, go down on her? Yes. Well, the first sex scene in the show I was watching, I was waiting for it. But she had zero qualms about it in the show. She seemed kind of like a freak. I liked it, like a freak in the sheets. Yeah, but I was like, well, they, that's another thing they did not stick with. <laughs> and well, and then, like, the neck grabbing and how, like, dirty she was. And he mm-hmm. was just like, oh. I guess all of that was clues as to who she really was. Hey, yeah. not mad about the character <laughs> she ended up being. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also do, like, before they even got into the them having sex, like, Joe really just wanted them to be friends first because he didn't want to jump into it too quick like Beck or like Candace. He was right. trying something brand new with his relationship. Mm-hmm. So that I thought that was a great aspect of it, trying to be friends first. Yeah. As we found out that he was stalking the fuck out of her uh, the yeah. entire time. I thought, I thought for once he actually met this girl naturally. I did too. I was like, oh, it's actually uh, love with love. Yeah. No, he nope. made it happen again. Mm-hmm. Just more clever this time. Yeah. So mm. let's see. What's uh, some other big differences? Um, I mean, if we're just keep going forward, the Henderson and Delilah. Mm-hmm. Like Henderson touching Delilah. And oh, when she was underage. W- yeah, because we learned that pretty early on. Yeah, so what did you think about that whole storyline? Because um, that obviously didn't exist in the book either. It did not, but I thought it was another good reason to kind of justify why Will would kill Henderson because we didn't have Amy. Is it a better reason to kill him than just because Amy slept with him? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it was absolutely better. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Henderson, like, it was kind of funny because the, the, the actor that played him mm-hmm. is a real comedian in real life. Okay. So I thought when Jorge came home with me watching it, he goes, what? Because <laughs> he, like, he's listened to that um, comedian before. So th- I thought that was another just funny little add-in that the show did. Yeah. And he, Hender- the Henderson character was, like, so innocent, like you thought, mm-hmm. until you found out all his little dark, disgusting secrets. Yeah. But I was also really upset that Delilah didn't, like, break the story when she had the photographs at first. Mm-hmm. And she ended up burning them, but still writing her own story. Yeah, That wasn't that was interesting. And I also feel like she should have been more open and honest to Ellie about it. Yeah. Because she kept trying to hang around her. Like, she wanted to kind of be his intern or learn from him and, like, get her own. I mean, she's 15, but, like. Get her foot in the door yeah. for whatever she wants to do one day. And Delilah just kept telling her to stop hanging out with him. He's bad, blah, blah, blah. But she would never tell him, tell her why. Yeah. And I feel like if she had opened up to her and really and shared her story, that maybe Ellie would have listened. I agree. But, I mean, but she's also 15, so teenagers are going to do what teenagers want to do. <laughs> right. But I think she would have at least thought about it more than just trying to be defiant. Just and go hang out with him just because she was told not to. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my next point in all capital letters. Okay. Why the fuck is Amy putting herself in 40's life? Candace, dot, 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 what a bitch. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That was her finding Joe and showing, hey, I can play this game too. And that's where we get Amy. Mm-hmm. Not the not conventional really. Amy, but we got the Amy aspect i guess yeah they tried they tried (laughs) but i thought that was hilarious yes um oh i wish i'd taken better notes 
for you. I watched all of these. Um, for me, I was like, my notes, I got, I'm good. Well, not for you. <laughs> not taking notes for you, but like so I can. Yeah. I would have ha- have things written down already. No, it's cool. I got it. I watched a lot of these on the plane to Nashville, and then I watched them with Melissa. So I wasn't like, I was mentally taking notes, taking notes yeah. but I never went back and actually wrote them down. So you just knew I'm that I'd be awesome. I already have everything. Yeah, so I'm feeling like I'm floundering here a little bit, but you're doing a good job. At well, thank you. <laughs> I'm bringing up points that we can talk about. <laughs> oh, I got it. It's the rest of the series. Um, so not only did we meet Amy, mm-hmm. it was more ironic that next Amy was joining the family weekend and trying to intimidate Joe mm-hmm. the entire time. Yes. But all that did for her was cause that trauma to come back. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then even when he was like, all right, this is your chance. Kill me. That like everything came back to her and like a mm-hmm. flood of all the trauma she went through. Yeah. And she just couldn't go through with it. Yep. That was, that was a cool little scene to see mm-hmm. just because you're like, ah, oh, she's going to get him. Oh, this actually really did affect her. So how do you feel about love getting the private detective um, to find out all the information about Candace so that she could tell Forty to like stay away? I think that that's the twin aspect between them and her taking care of Forty. Mm-hmm. Not because we didn't really see that at the beginning of the book. Right. Or not the book, the show. Mm-hmm. But we also learned that um, Forty was attempting to be clean this whole time mm-hmm. with lots of fails. So I think she was just probably so used to always checking up on him at this point. Right. Where in the book, it was always like her more actively involved. Mm-hmm. But the private detective make, made sense to me. Yeah. And then she eventually used it on for Joe, right? Isn't that how she found out? No. Um, or did 40 do it? Uh, Amy told her. Oh, no, wait. Candace. Yeah. Candace came and told her. That's right. Yeah. That they had that their own little private scene. Yeah. Because we got to see Candace really trying to get in mm-hmm. to their lives and trying to be girlfriends with love. Yeah. And I think that's what happened is she got too suspicious because I don't remember if she was asking too many questions or, I mean, love in this series seemed pretty intelligent as a character. Mm-hmm. So maybe that also could have been just red flags going off. Yeah. And Candace was like legit trying to look out for her. Yeah. And her safety. And... The way she just flipped it and was like, no. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, she confronted Joe about it and whatever. But the fact that she was cool with everything, just like she was in the book. So they did stick with that. Mm-hmm. The weird thing to me about that aspect was when Joe finally realized who love really was and that she's similar to him. Yeah. Um, he's, like, not okay with it. Because he always wanted to be perfect enough for her, mm-hmm. right, but in the sense they were just perfect for each other the way they were. Yeah, but in his mind, he's not. Do- he hasn't done anything wrong. No, because he ever. does it for love, which is what his mom always told him. Right, but love is doing the same thing. But now he's looking at her like she's the psycho, <laughs> and that really was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so. I think in the end, I almost feel like he's just playing her, like the way it ended. I think he's just playing her and that he's actually not really okay with it. Where in the book, he was so happy that she was on board and she, he was like, oh, I finally truly yeah. made my match. But it definitely ended at a, like a cliffhanger because mm-hmm. like you got to see that he the, the love between them was so real 
but I don't want to get into that quite yet because we're not there. Okay. Because I don't want to jump to the end yet. Okay, sorry. Because we have some more things to get to. I skipped ahead. Like Amy's death story scene where you got to see, like, the conflict between her and Joe and then her, like, getting herself from underneath the ground and and digging herself up. That was cool. And her going to the police and they're basically like, oh, this is just a domestic situation and there's really nothing we can do. That seemed off. I was like, what? You could and she, it doesn't seem like she ever actually gave his name. Because I feel like if you said, hey, my boyfriend, Joe Goldberg, tried to kill me, I feel like they would have to send an officer out to at least question him. Yeah. Not go, oh, well, you're fine. You didn't die, so (laughs) you can submit um a report but it's gonna take months and you have to do this and you have to do that and basically nothing's gonna happen like i feel like that was what she told i was like are you fucking kidding me i just hope that's not i hope that's not real i hope not i hope so too either i don't want that to be real either sorry (laughs) i just keep thinking about it i'm like i hope the justice system isn't that completely fucked up to have that happen yeah but i mean we can dig a little deeper and do some research mm-hmm. and check into it more, but yeah, you know, that just seemed a bit ridiculous, which I guess if that is how she was treated though, that makes sense as to why she was like, well, I have to take this into my own hands. Absolutely. And well, we saw that where that got her. Yeah. She wasn't, she's not good at it. No, <laughs> but in a weird way, I thought her and 40 were pretty good for each other. Mm-hmm. Even though you can tell that she absolutely hated him the entire time they were together. But we also got to learn um, about Forty being molested by his nanny. Oh yeah, and I that think that happened in the book too. I don't. I remember that he went through a lot, but I guess I just don't remember that detail. I can't say for hundred percent certain, but yeah. I feel like they alluded to that in the book. Maybe maybe they just expanded more on it in this in yeah. the show. I think they went into more detail in the show, but I think they alluded to it in the book. Yeah. Because that was a scene right before he um, smoked crack at the wedding or whatever. He smoked mm. at his parents' like vow renewal. Right. And then that the scene just kind of ends with love getting like backhanded by her mom. Mm-hmm. That That's crazy. Yeah. Because I know we were talking about a little bit ago how um, love was not the one that the parents – doted on right and then just to see her like get smacked like that because she Mm -hmm. did not take care of 40 Mm -hmm. for like one moment of her life yeah it's like she can't be there for every second of his life and he's so unpredictable yeah they're both adults like you shouldn't have to hold your twin's hand through your entire life absolutely (laughs) (laughs) so crazy (sighs) and then it goes more into um Love and Joe falling in love. Mm-hmm. The I woof you. I woof yes. you too. That was cute. I like that. Because in yeah. the book, I kept getting confused a little bit. I mean, obviously, I'd figure it out. But yes. I love you. Love, 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 uh-huh. love, 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 love. But they were both not exactly ready to say I love you. Yeah. So they were like, okay, well, I woof you. Yeah. But and they're just like, because love is just like, that's your name. <laughs> I thought it was because they weren't ready to say look, like actually mm. say it yet. So they came up with their own version, kind of like everything ship. Ah. I feel like this was their version of that. Like they weren't 100% ready to actually start saying I love you, but they were feeling it. So they came up with an alternate word. 
Yes, everything shifts. That's that's a yeah. perfect like connection between the two series. Mm-hmm. But the book didn't have that. No, so. but that would have been cute if it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, the and then we really the oh shoot, this was ironic when Amy gave forty the book Beck wrote, and it's oh, getting yes. made into like a film or a short story or whatever. Uh huh. That was that was good payback. That was a good attempt on her part. And he put it all together. Oh, he sure did. He even flew to New York to confront Dr. Nikki about it. And Dr. Nikki was just like, hey, man, I'm over it. I've, I didn't do what they said I did, but I have been – I'm guilty of many other things, so I'm chill. You're in jail, and you should just drop it. That was not the reaction that Forty was – expecting <laughs> or what happened in the book because the whole reason why joe was under suspicion and he ended up getting arrested in the book mm-hmm. was because dr nikki started saying no i'm innocent i'm innocent right in the book it was completely opposite he was like totally trying to get out of jail and trying to find his that mystery patient because he didn't know his real name yeah and then the show he was just like no nah, man i've made my peace with it i'm here and it is what it is <laughs> Well, I mean, also getting towards, like, the end of the book, we find out that, like, Love's pregnant, and mm-hmm. then Joe gets arrested, but he's like, it's all good. I got lawyers. We're rich now, bitch. And did she tell Joe at the end of the show that she was pregnant? I can't remember. I can't remember. No, I don't think so. It just ended where um, you watch Joe take that spare key from the cage, which, hey, that was really smart mm-hmm. of him. I knew, like, I always thought if he got locked in there, mm-hmm. what would he do? Of course he would have a fucking key hidden. But he dropped it out. He was dropping it out, and he was like, I deserve this. This is my life now. Mm-hmm. And then Love walks in, and I wrote down what she said in the very last scene. She goes, um, she took care of it. He goes, well, what happened to Amy? She goes, I took care of it. Mm-hmm. And it ended just like that. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I watched it yesterday. Okay. I thought there was more to it where it was almost like he was in the cage having to convince Amy or having to convince Love that he was okay with what she did. Or maybe that was in reference to Delilah because she had confessed about Delilah. That she was the one that killed her. Oh, shit. No, I missed that. I thought Joe killed her. No, Love confessed that she was the one that killed her. Oh, no, I missed that. (laughs) We need to go back and rewatch that end scene. Oops. Yeah, so... I think it was all in that episode, but maybe that's where he started looking at her differently because he was actually going to let Delilah go, just like he let Will go. Oh, yeah. Well, Joe was, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't put together that love killed her. Yeah, he, he, she told him because he was convinced he did it, too, like when he was really high with 40 when they, yeah. were, having to, they were trying to write the script or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was convinced that he did it, but love told him, no, you didn't kill her. I did. And um, that's when he started looking at her differently. And I think he had already dropped the key out of the cage. So he really was locked in there. And she, he was having to do like Beck and like convince her that he trusted her and that she could let him out. Yeah, I need, we need to go back and rewatch this. <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a LOL edit um, about the end of the show. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, she did say I took care of it. Yeah. But I feel like towards the end, he was, that's why I said earlier, I think he was playing her. I don't know. Just to get out of the cage. I don't think he truly, because like I said, he, in his twisted head, he thinks all the times he's killed, it was perfectly fine. But now that love has killed, she's psycho and dangerous or whatever. At least that's how I interpreted it. I don't, I didn't get that. I got more or less, they were just in love with each other and just happy to be back together. No, that's not how I interpreted it at all. Okay, well, to each their own. Um, I know she, he wanted to love her, but he went through this whole, like, inner dialogue where he was having to, like, convince himself it was fine. I don't remember that, if that happened. (laughs) I'm so, I I still thought that ended perfect and they were going to be together forever and just clean up all the messes. I mean, I hope that that is what's going to happen, but I feel like he was having an inner struggle with it, and he wasn't 100% fine with it like he was in the book. I guess we'll find out here in a few minutes when we go back and we watch the scene, (laughs) and then we discuss who was right and who was wrong. So get ready for an LOL edit next week where we figure out who is the better show watcher. I I don't don't know. I don't know. I mean, it could have happened exactly the same way. I was just interpreting it differently. Sure. I don't know. I'm not trying to say you were wrong. I just feel like he was struggling with what she did a lot more than you think. Maybe. Maybe. I was also like doing my hair and getting ready, so maybe I missed some non-verbal scenes. Yeah. But we'll we'll figure we'll figure it out. <laughs> There's a way to know, and we shall. Yeah. But that was that was kind of it. Do you have anything else? I think that's it. I think that was pretty good. So if you had to, um, I guess, rate this or. And, like, just how did you feel about it compared to the book? Compared to the book, I hated it. Okay. Fair. It was just so different. As a show on its own? Yeah. It was great. Agreed. But compared to the book, it they changed almost everything. It was just really annoying. I, I really wanted them to stick closer to the book just like they did in the season one. And now, like, we found out that there's going to be a season three, but it's mm-hmm. not going to come out until 2021. Which is an entire year away, right? Because they're waiting for the next book to be written. Uh huh. But why would they wait for the next book to be written if they're not following the book? I mean, I guess they grabbed some things from the book. Yeah. You know, so I guess they gotta get a starting point. But they've also missed so many things too. Like they didn't mm-hmm. kill the officer Flinch. Um, he didn't um go to Mexico oh, yeah. with Love's family and get and do all that. They never spent all that time on the beach. They haven't disposed of Delilah's body it just kind of I felt like it ended too quickly there's a lot more to come so maybe they could potentially make another season I believe the author do you remember her name Caroline Kepnes thank you Kepnes 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 Caroline Kepnes I think she's also involved with the show so maybe these are the edits that she would have made to the book I don't I mean I don't know I don't know how that works but I think she does have some part in the show so she probably she does. She has to write the book and then be part of making the show. So I wonder if this next book, because both book one and two were written before the the TV series. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this next book will see the influential part of the show yeah. mixed in with the book maybe. to make it correspond more for the next season. Yeah, maybe the next one will match a little better. But then that'll be three books, three mm-hmm. seasons. If there's another one, does that mean we get a fourth book and so on and so forth? I would think so. That would be really cool. Yeah. I like the books. I do, too. The books are really hot. Mm-hmm. Joe is, <laughs> he gets it. Yeah. Man. I, mean, 
I know he made me really mad in the first book, but I've softened up toward him. Oh, I love him. I hope he gets out of jail, <laughs> like, really quick, and I hope he's a great dad, just like the way he thought he was going to be, which is another thing. Yeah. They, if they made another season, they could have those little details in mm-hmm. there. Just saying, they have a lot of, de- like, material they did not include. Yeah. And they could. Well, I think that's good for this one. I think we're I think done. I so, too. Um, next week, you're going to get another bonus episode. Bonus. And we're going, we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Um, as always, if you want to reach out to us, we are Read Around the Rose on Instagram, Read Around the Rose on Facebook, and Read Around the Rose at gmail.com. Absolutely. Tell us what you think about the book versus the show. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Did you have some of the same thoughts? You know, do we miss something? <laughs> we might have. We're about uh, to go find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. tune in next week. Yep. Till and then. Until then. Bye. Bye now.